Yo, what's up? This is Ryan here, the producer of the hottest sports show in the Southern Hemisphere. That is, of course, the MKT Show, which is live right here on cliffcentral.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just wanted to drop in and let you know that not only are we putting out a podcast daily, but we are also covering the AFCON 2021 football content live on TikTok as the tournament progresses. Find out more information by following our social platforms on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course, TikTok. Or you can just follow our link put in the podcast description below. Join us as we celebrate AFCON 2021 right here on the MKT Show, where all fans play. Yo, I put it like, wow, this that sound. These oaks don't work hard like me, I hope they know by now. Bayo Bear, stand my ground. Throw these money trees, go overseas like Percy Tao. I'll make sure you stay around. Quiet when I'm under loud. No negatives allowed me. Positivity took a vow. I always play to win. Don't anticipate loss. Mind always in the clown, my boy. Never think about the drop. Never, ever, ever think about the drop. Welcome to Sports Fans. It is the MKT Show. Show, show, show. Because we're on radio. It's our radio people sound. Sound ridiculous. Just talk normally. People already know how it's talk normally. Howard Stern talks normally. It's what you got to do. It is the last Friday that I'll be doing uh, the show, hopefully from the Republic of South Africa for a while, off to the United States of America. America. America on Wednesday. So feeling good about that. That news came in. Some, um, some good stuff. Some good stuff. It's been really hard work to get it done. But looking forward to bringing people who invested in the show um, some of the content that brings me some joy. So look out for stuff largely centered around the American market. We'll continue, obviously, to work around Premier League content. Um, got some nice rugby stuff lined up for you. Um, so, yeah, that was quite cool. I was in a nice chitter-chatter with a former pro rugby player now living in the United Kingdom. Um, and rugby is a platform that I think needs a bit of a shake-up um, in the content space. So I'd like to bring people more rugby content. I'd like to bring people more cricket content, more cricket-focused content, because cricket's a big part of my life, especially test cricket. I think there's a lot left on the table where we could have a bit of fun. So I want to start doing that a little bit more on the MKT show. Premier League, of course, still will lead the way. But uh, off to America, and um, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really, really looking forward to bringing content to to Americans as well. You know, see we see their world through a different lens. So that'll be fun. But yeah, that's the big announcement. We are off to America um, this coming week. I mean, depending when you're listening to this, doesn't really matter in your world when uh, you're listening to this. But we're off to America in four days. Four days and a little bit of change. So, yeah, it's going to be awesome. But today, what are we doing? It's Friday. As I do every Friday. Uh, the five greatest Mavericks in the Friday Five. You, you know, after PM Rico Bameyang went to um, Barcelona, I thought I'd bring Mavericks that have brought joy and pain to people from around the world. So I'll give you the five greatest Mavericks of all time. It's the FA Cup this weekend, the oldest cup competition in world football. And then it is the AFCON final. We'll be live on the MKT Show channel 
on the TikTok, TikTok, uh, 20 hundred hours. So that's eight o'clock, 8 p.m. on Sunday, the 6th of February. We'll be live at eight o'clock Central African time on TikTok. Uh, come and join us for a watch along. And that, that's going to be a good old time. We've got PZ, we've got myself, we've got Ryan. And then if you are looking for more of our content, where are we? People are always saying, are you on this? Are you on that? I say, yes, I am. Yes, I am. So you can go to themktshow.com. That's my website. I've got a website now where people can go. Uh, go and check that out. And if you see Siabella Sonatla's face, click on that face. There's something behind it. It's worth the investment. We did some content with him over the last three months and it is now rolling out. So looking forward to bringing you all of that. All right, let's get to today's show. Let's get to today's show. Myself and um, Ryan James to line. Ryan, what's happening, Paul? Some big news we're dropping today. There's a lot happening, you know. So, uh, yeah, mm. it's happening quite quickly. Yeah. But it's very, very cool. Well, quickly if you didn't know about it. It's not quick for me. I've been working on it for eight months. You know? No, fair enough. Fair enough. It's uh, about time, actually. <laughs> happy Friday. Very happy Friday. Very, very happy Friday today. Very, very happy Friday. Um, last night we did an incredible watch along. Egypt broke the hearts of everyone in Cameroon. So shout out to them for that. They are in the AFCON final. Mm. Mo Salah and the boys. Yeah. What a disappointing match. Yeah, it was long. It was long. Carlos Guerrero is now a cage fighter. Look, I'm all for a good game going back and forth, extra time penalties, but not when the game is so boring. Yeah, Egypt. Wow. Egypt I mean, it started it off as a firecracker, one side to the next, and then out of nowhere, it just felt like children on a football field. Yeah, I, th- I think Egypt did the right thing, though. Is you, you can't go one-on-one with the uh, Cameroonian guys. They're monsters. Mm. So they did the right thing, well-coached. Carlos Queiroz. Surprise, surprise. South Africa let him go, and he goes and... Wins with Egypt. So, you know, good for him, actually. Well, yeah, I think that was the best move for him. Why on earth would you want to stay in a team that doesn't do anything? Yeah, and look, he, it's never actually quite worked out for Carlos Queiroz in, in the, as a coach, because he always seems to be a better coach than a manager for whatever reason. Of course, part of the great dynasty under Sir, Sir Alex Ferguson. And now he's the head coach. And for the first time, he, he's up for the big one. So looking forward to seeing how that goes from, it's going to be tough there. The lines of Taranga, uh, they're a stronger team and they're probably the most complete team of Senegal. They're, from back to front, they've got world class, right? From goalkeeper, for Koulibaly, Drisa Gay in the midfield, and then Sadio Mane in front. They've actually got firepower everywhere. I don't, I don't think any other team has a world class guy in each, um, sort of department of the football pitch and they do. So I that, think Egypt is going to struggle. Yeah. And I think, as I'm saying, Senegal world class across the board. Absolutely, going to be a cracker, and um, they actually don't have a terrible kit. So I hope they win just for that. Ninety-nine point nine percent of the kits at Afcon have been absolute tosh. Yeah, absolute tosh should have been used to wipe the floor. Um, and my personal feeling, they've gotten someone. So for Egypt's kit, I think they've gotten an Arabic guy who just happens to live in Germany, near the Puma, like <laughs> factory. Like, oh, okay, well, let's be culturally sensitive. Here, German guy who's got an Egyptian great grandmother come and design this, and then it looks terrible. It looks very plain and European. But if they'd gotten someone actually from Cairo, or, or not even, just someone from an artist from Egypt, like Nigeria should have had an artist from Nigeria design it. It's weird that they 
They just let Big Corp. Although I guess Big Corp has to sell to America. They, they don't really care what like what well, us Africans yeah, think. Yeah. No, we we can't even get a hold of a shirt. Right. They don't care. They don't care about us. They they just like what 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 does and again it's business. What do India, China, and America want? We're gonna make the kit look like that. That's what they care about. They don't care about yeah. us. By the way, it's a disaster because Morocco's kit looks like a school uniform. Do you think Mitch, uh, Patrice uh, Mutsepe is um, feeling a bit, you know, jealous of the fact that Carlos Kera has taken Egypt to the final? No, no, he he's never had anything to do with soccer. No, but I'm saying, being a South African, nah. you, you kind of want to see the. Nah, my Pelene, gosh, I don't have time. <laughs> nah. Plus, I own the richest club in Africa. Nah. Good for him. I got other stuff to do. I'm CAF president, trying to become uh, uh, FIFA president, probably. That's probably his big mission. No one gets into politics to stay where they are. So good for him. Patrice Mutsepa all alone. His wife, um, who's a medical doctor, is like, hey, this has been fun. Nice to see uh, fully grown men kicking around uh, a, b- a ball of air. But um, I'm going to go and save people back in South Africa. I'm a doctor. Yeah, I'm, I have a real job. And I don't mean I don't mean a doctor, like a doctor of... Uh, the, uh, there's a doctor many, of the streets. Yeah, but there's also... Yeah, I don't mean like Dr. Dre. Or there's also... You get doctors of like philosophy or whatever nonsense, right? No, I'm a real medical doctor. If I'm not there, people are dying. So she's uh, she's headed off because I haven't seen her, Doctor Mutsepe. No, I haven't seen her. I haven't seen her since the opener. Yeah, ah, doctors. You know what I mean? She, she's got a real job. She's going to be fly, uh, flown in for the final. Absolutely not. It's that like oh, sure. I can watch it on TV. I'm bored already anyway. You're just always talking to these other guys. Uh, that's Samoeto. I don't care. It's probably because the first lady always outshines outshines her. If you know what I mean? Like that first lady always looks like a... Nah, she's like, Cyril's my brother. I don't care about <laughs> This is a waste of my time. I've, I've, I've known... I met Nelson Mandela back in the day. This is a waste of my time. Let's, I'm going up. I don't, know, I don't even know who Samoeto is. So, good for her. Good for her. All right, Ryan, give me that music. Uh, let's do what we call the Friday Five. Um, PM Rico Bameyang, now officially and unofficially a Barcelona player at the same time. They're still trying to figure the money situation out is what I read. But I want to give you the five greatest mavericks of our time on the football pitch. At number five, brilliant for Dortmund, brilliant for Arsenal, but weirdly not loved anyway. Right? At 32, Barcelona given the chance. At number five, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. I don't know how Gabonese people feel about him. I Honestly, I don't know. If you are Gabonese, I'd love to know. Hit me up at MKT Inspires on social media. Is he beloved in Gabon? Because he left there as well, kicked out of the camp for going to the club at 5 a.m. in the morning when he said he had COVID. Very strange. Very strange guy. But brilliant. What you cannot deny, the man is brilliant. He is a brilliant, brilliant footballer. So, uh, Pierre-Marie Aubameyang at number five. At number four, this guy has a tattoo of one of the worst human beings to ever live. Of all time. And that's not just me saying it. I'm, it's quite literally in the history books. He is a self-proclaimed fascist. He's got a tattoo of uh, Mussolini on his back. He's well known for fighting with everybody. There's the great Harry uh, Redknapp story where he subbed himself off and Harry told him, get back on the pitch and he scores the hat trick. An absolute West Ham legend at number four. An interesting figure. Never quite worked as a manager, but some player. Um, Paulo Di Canio at number four. Absolutely brilliant player. Tattoo of Mussolini. Unbelievable, this guy. At, at number three, destructive, devilish, and a dynamo. That's the, that's how I describe him. He's the greatest natural talent England's ever had. They've never seen anything like him. He, he would have fitted in, in a Brazil team, Spain team. Uh, 
And then that great photo from of him crying from Euro 90. I think we all remember it if you're a football fan. At number three, the deeply troubled, but just as brilliant. He was as brilliant as he was troubled. Uh, Paul Gazza Gascoigne at number three. I absolutely loved this guy in my youth. Loved him. I've always loved a Maverick. And I love Paul Gascoigne. At number two, um, fa- most famous probably, if you aren't a, a football fan, for fly kicking and kung fu kicking a fan in the stands, right? And being banned for, I think that was about 12 months. He retired at age 30, by the way. A lot, a lot of people don't realize this. Never quite did it with France, but if you ask Leeds and Manchester United fans, they still sing his name to this day at Old Trafford. They still, to this day, sing his name at number two. The great, as they say, I said, ooh. Ah, Cantona. I said, ooh, ah, Cantona. Eric Cantona at number two. Brilliant. My, my God. For those of you that are younger and you didn't get the chance to see him play, he is one of the greatest players the Premier League's ever seen. And, and that's by some distance. He is in the same class as Thierry Henry and that lot as just he could make it happen from nothing. Absolutely incredible player. At number one, and I don't think it's close. Um, El Pibe de Oro. The people named him. He is truly the people's champ. To this day, Argentina's most beloved figure, not just sporting figure of all time. Um, his story included the mafia. It included cocaine. It included, it included Napoli. Right? It included the Colombian drug, uh, drug cartels. And in the end, it included God's hand. Ladies and gentlemen, a genius, a madman, and really a, a, a victim of his own success. One who never grew up, but had never stunted him. Um, actually, on paper, not such a great career, but the cult of personality. You may have never seen anything like it anywhere. I don't just mean in sport. This guy, where he walked, they wept. Uh, the brilliant, the brilliant Diego Diego Maradona it's, it's very very difficult to describe how good this guy was what Leo Messi is now he was to football back then some player and what Leo Messi does not have that this guy had was the cult of personality nothing has ever been this guy you think of a combination of Roy Keane in terms of personality and Leo Messi with the ability but deeply, deeply troubled. The mafia took over his life and ultimately it went that way, right? And he, he was in Napoli and the, the mafia protected his madness. Didn't work at Barcelona. But 1986, his crowning moment, the, the hand of God, he called it. Quite incredible. Um, at number five, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Number four, uh, Paolo Di Canio. Number three, uh, Paul Gascoigne. At number two, Eric Cantona. And at number one, the Diego, El Pibe de Oro, the golden boy. Diego Maradona. Man, I love that guy. Diego Maradona. It's so tough to explain to young people. You know, if you didn't, it's one of those things, is if you didn't live through it, it's difficult to replicate it. It's difficult to tell you just how powerful Maradona's personality was at, at a stage. He was everything all the time. In a, in a, in a game which wasn't built for South America, he, he really took things over. Maradona. And I mean, Ryan, you're young, but you've still heard of Maradona. Yeah. yeah. The hand of God was still a thing in, you know, my school days. Sure. But yeah, 
But I heard a lot more about Maradona than football. So, oh, you know, that, and that was part of the problem. <laughs> well, what's incredible is you've, I mean, unless you're really into Maradona, and I'm really into him as a, as a cult figure, is you've only probably heard five, ten percent of the story. You know, it's always like just the drugs and whatever. But it's, it, he was so deeply in with the mafia and the yeah. Colombian drug cartels. You, you know, I'm sure there's a documentary out there. Oh somewhere. yeah, oh yeah. No, no, there's lots of docs. He's 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 the greatest cult figure football's ever had. Mm. Nothing, nothing has ever been like him. Nothing, nothing has moved the needle like that guy. Were you shocked when he passed? No. No, I was more shocked when Argentina had him as manager in 2010. <laughs> as a coke fiend. Yeah. No, I'm not. So my, my uncle passed of drugs. And I'll always remember my mom telling me how they were all crying at his wedding. And my grandmother was like, what are you people doing? This guy was on drugs. What did you people think was going to happen? My mother, super, I mean, my grandmother, super practical. She's like, why are you guys crying? What are you, don't come yeah, yeah. So my grandmother used to be like, don't come here and perform. Like, because everyone was like, "Why aren't you sad?" Because she was, he was the apple of her eye, right? My grandmother. Yeah. And he and he was also electric, like Maradona personality. But my grandmother was like, "Why are you people? Why are you pretending?" The guy was on. He was a coke fiend. What did you expect? So, listen, live by the sword, die by the sword. You know. Yeah. What I mean? Can't burn the candle at both ends. No. No, you can't. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. And stay in school. You know. Uh, Although the people who go to school are so lucky now Because they can do drugs at school No, three days a week No, apparently that is ending, by the way Oh, is it? So yeah, after We need to check in on Is it Liam? Yeah, Liam Yeah, because Liam's given us some bad intel I heard people are phasing back into school now um, Paolo was saying yesterday it's, I think it's the end of that three-day thing But it's Belito, right? They're probably getting, they've probably had that system for 15 years And no one's ever asked <laughs> Yeah so, so two days a week is surf day Belito is just another place like i couldn't be there as a student because i couldn't take it seriously enough it's such a holiday destination i know because i've i mean i've gone there for maybe three weeks at a time and even in three weeks you still feel like you're on holiday you know casual go to the beach just like times but i think that's most of south africa outside of johannesburg is time just slows down because there's not so much going like Joburg. it's it's like very busy but yeah. anyway, outside of it, I mean, Cape Town, ah, you know, casual stroll. People, people have to make time for stuff like that because in Cape Town, it's expensive to take your car everywhere. It's easier to just pop an Uber. Yeah, East Coast and West Coast, very different holidays though. Yeah, yeah. No, no, very, very different. But I'm saying like… But I have said, I, do not take me to Durban. Terrible city. Clean your city. You won't go to Belito. No, take me straight from the airport to Belito. I, I don't want to see Durban City. Nothing about it. Just put horse blinders on me. No. You know, it's actually such a sa- uh, sad state of affairs. I had a I had a chat with Paolo the other day, mm-hmm. and we we're talking about you know like what's left of of Durban. I was like, come on, they have the Moses Mabita Stadium. Like they have so much going on there. Paolo's like, no, 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 that stadium is it's a white elephant. It's a white elephant. That was, those are the exact words. Yeah, it's Durban. Like the less said, the better. Don't worry about it. If you come to South Africa, just come to Johannesburg or Cape Town. Don't worry about it. You don't have to go anywhere else. Don't do it. Unless yeah. you're going to like uh, Belitos and Bali vibe, you know. Belitos okay. nice. Yeah. Don't go to Umklanga though. If you're if you're above the age of 22, <laughs> you don't need to be a Matricole. Umklanga is just like Matricole all the time. <laughs> but too much there. They're doing too much. Yeah. No, nice it, hotels. Well, I don't stay in hotels. Where do you say Airbnb? 
Well, we, we've always had like family having places that side. Like my uncle's um, always had a nice apartment there, but now we just he just bought a house there. Mm-hmm. Where in um, Klang? In, in Belita. Oh, okay. So we've always had places to go, but um, yeah, hotels are just so expensive. That side of town, like even Cape Town. Uh, I don't say in hotels, uh, there's Airbnb now. Yeah, Airbnb, the Airbnb I had in Cape Town was magnificent. Like, I don't know why people want to stay in hotels. Uh, the, I agree. F- the food's terrible. You know, well. I've never been to a, a, a hotel in the world. Strangely, though, in America, the hotels seem to like really care about food. Yeah. But anywhere else in the world, hotels, terrible. Australia terrible. stayed in a nice hotel. Nice food. Yeah, yeah. So my uncle is very fussy about hotels. He booked it at the Marriott. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, we, we went to the wrong hotel. So I said, but the Marriott's over there. He said, no, no. <laughs> Signature. Please. Mm. It's an old submarine. Um, it is an old submarine workshop at the harbor that was converted into a hotel. Got you. B- incredible food. Treated like a king. That's mm-hmm. like, we, we got upgraded like seven times because <laughs> my uncle was, uh, m- my godfather more. Like, he's a regular traveler uh, for yeah. business. Uh-huh. So, like, they saw his name. They're like, ah. What do they have points or whatever? No, no, no. I, <laughs> he pays straight card. You know what I mean? Just, so why did they upgrade him? Because he's did they did he bring three months bank statement? Or? No, no, no. He so he booked at at the commercial hotel, mm-hmm. not the signature. We got to the signature, and I was like, "But I'm sure you booked at the wrong one." And he's like, "No, no, no I'm sh- we got there. We booked at the wrong one." They were like, "Sorry," uh, and then they they said, "Do you have your?" I think they have like a card system, like yeah. you know, a customer card. He pulled the card out, some see through nice card. They're like, "Oh, sir, so sorry. Can we will get your room right away?" And I was like, "Okay." And then they were like, would you guys like to have some coffee outside while, while we get your room ready? And they came out and they were like, sir, we, we have a better room for you. We'd like to upgrade you to this, if that's okay. And then I ran off to the Sydney Opera House. And then he called me and he was like, crying, upgraded us like again. Uh, I don't know why they ask with things like that. Has anyone ever said no to a room upgrade? Yeah. <laughs> like what they should do is come back and say, we've upgraded you to this room. Yeah, congratulations. Your, your bag's already there. Yeah. Like, well, why do they, like, it's like, you know what, your car now, whatever you have, we've actually decided to give you a top of the line Mercedes Benz. Would you like that? And free petrol for a year. Like, what am I supposed to say? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, well, like at the end of our trip, right, we had to go back to the airport because then it was my connect from there to, um, back to Joburg. Huh? And... So he said to me, he said, Ryan, because they had the uh, hotel car, but it was one of those fancy old, like, Corella DeVille-looking cars. And he's like, Ryan, shall we shall we get in that and go to the airport? But at the time, I was like, I didn't want to be high-key. I was like, I just want to – I said, no, it's fine. We don't have to spend that much money because it's like $1,500 or whatever. And I was like, no. <laughs> and we we you can really like, just catch a taxi. And you looked like an MMA fighter then, so it wouldn't have looked out of – No. It I've, I've seen some photos. Was that that holiday? Cause you yeah, should, that was – When you looked like an, an MMA fighter. Yes. You looked like an MMA fighter then. People would yeah, be like, yeah. oh, my God, is that Conor McGregor? Yeah. So it felt a bit out of place. It's not my thing. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to stick to what I know. Let's just get a taxi or an Uber or whatever. And luckily, it was all on the, on the business account, so it wasn't on me. Oh, so did you take the crew at the Volcar? No, 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 no. I didn't. I don't want to look like that guy. You know what I mean? I'm already like a foreigner in a weird place. Uh, well, it was a great place, but like, like, uh, I felt like, out of place. Like Sting? Yes. You don't know the song? No. I'm an alien. Mm. I'm a legal alien. 
I know Alien by Simple Plan. Oh, my Alien. Not quite as good. Not quite so yeah, good. that was my little anecdote for hotels. But they had a they had a great food, by the way. That omelette station. I'm not sure if you're a fan of omelets. Nah, nah. Uh, omelette every now and then, maybe once, once every, once quarterly. People, just, people overdo omelets. To to save money, I would literally eat because it was all you can eat breakfast. But then you had to obviously have lunch and dinner. So I would eat a big breakfast, and then I was good for the day. I can go out and do my things and not have to buy food, and then have dinner later. That's crazy. Well, I didn't have much money back then. Oh, you were a student, eh? Hey? Yeah, I was a student. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. No, then fair enough. Yeah, so I would have an omelette, some fruit salad, maybe some cereal. Sounds ridiculous, I know, but I would fill myself up so I didn't have to spend money. Because, oh, food in Australia. Mm, I paid like $38 for just a burger, which if you convert 10 rand to the dollar. Don't convert. Don't convert. Yeah. Where's Wagyu beef, though? Maybe don't go to the best restaurant. You know what I mean? Although Wagyu beef massively overrated, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not as nice. Like, well, I had to try it. Uh, you, there's so much hype around it. You know what I mean? No, listen. It it is good if it's cooked right. I will tell you. Had a lot around the world. Not on me. You know, make, mm. my, make my mom pay for that. So you can pay for that. I'm, I came here with you. So in short, try the hotels. Nah, don't, don't get the hotel food. I'm all about Airbnb. Mm. Cause I like see for my personality. So, do you prefer Airbnb or um, or, or hotels? After my recent Cape Town trip, my, that Airbnb was so proper. Okay, but so, I do so, but like the hotel nice. service. See, I think we. Uh, do you like the buzz at breakfast as well? See, I hate that. Like, oh, uh, here's a million people. Oh God, I hate this. I do like people around. See, I don't yeah. like particularly talking to the people, but I do like having, you know. Yeah, we've got very different personalities. I don't want to say hi to the lady at the counter every time I go by. This trip is going to be. I just want to. I just want to go home. I, it's one of the beauties of living how I live. It's like when I'm at home, it's just like, oh my God, everything's exactly where I wanted. It. It's so clean. You know, there's no one who can come in here and like clump around here. It's awesome. I know, I like the service at the hotels. Like, because they just, they will help you out for, you know, for customer service, for anything. I also like making my own food. That's the thing. I like nice. making my own food. I like getting my hands on my food because I know they don't care about my health. They're just making my, <laughs> they're making my low-fat burger on exactly the same pan or whatever that they just <laughs> smashed bacon on. Uh. They do not care. <laughs> They and they wow. aren't they aren't shopping at at like a Whole Foods either. They're just getting like semi good food. I don't know. I've seen the movies. Like, listen, I've been to some nice restaurants. I, I mean, the hotels. There are places where the hotel, but I'm not in that tax bracket, so no, no, fair I, enough. I can't afford to stay at the at the Burj Khalifa. Also, yeah, also value for money on Airbnb. Well, I don't know about in other countries, but I mean, when I said in Cape Town, the hotel wanted me to pay. Because I was going to use points. I wanted 85 points for like four or five nights. It's ridiculous, by the way. But they wanted me to pay in cash two seven a night, 2,700 rand a night. Which I was like, okay, fair enough. But wow, it's quite a bit. My Airbnb worked out to probably half that, not even. What hotel was that? It was... The waterfront one. Uh, it was in Seapoint. I'm trying to think of the name of the hotel. It's literally on the corner of Seapoint. You can literally walk outside and you... And, and, and the beach is there. It was there. Uh, anyway. But yeah, they wanted two seven a night. And it's like basic one bed, a chair maybe. 
<laughs> and DSTV, you know, compact package. Listen, I've got no problem with hotels. I think for people having affairs, businessmen, ladies having affairs, because it's a new time. Ladies can have affairs now as well. And it's accepted. I mean, they've been having affairs forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And men, by the way. Everyone's cheating. It's no secret. Everybody's cheating. So that's what hotels are for. But Airbnb, interestingly, massive in the cheating game. We had an Airbnb at my old place um, in Cape Town. Incredible amount of people just coming in there to cheat on their partner, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I have a friend who runs an Airbnb here. Yeah. And he even says, like, some of the stuff he sees. Like, there was one set of guests that left his thing. And there was blood all over the apartments. What? Yeah. Was it a murder scene? No, no, it wasn't murder. But, uh, like, somebody saw, like, um, a lady lying on the on the floor or whatever just before they left. Or, But it's all what people saw. And then he had to clean it. But, like, the thing is, he said they left at four in the morning, threw the keys in the, in the, in the yard and, and belted. Yeah. And he said... How do you report things like this? Because firstly, you can't just accuse, you know, of whatever's going on. But yeah, it's it's so weird. You know, it's one thing I pride myself on that I've been a model tenant, right? Because I've had some unbelievably terrible landlords, like unbelievably terrible landlords. That relationship is a game changer. It, it is. If you find a good landlord, stay in a worse place with a great landlord than just just move to a new place let me if i can give you some advice a great landlord when you phone and you say there's a burst pipe and they they are up and they've got a somebody there in the next six hours stay because trust me unbelievable some bastard still has my money from down the road when i moved shut up well not really you know what i mean prick of the millennium that guy yeah no, I think that whole, that's why Airbnb's winning. You know that? Because my dad used to do that whole rental thing. And there's just so, like, when I say there's also bad tenants, like. Horrendous. How, and, and the rules about them now, all about the tenants. If you are an owner of a place, it is almost impossible to get rid of someone if they're a problem as well. So that's why my dad packed up that business years ago but tenants are no worse than landlords no i agree both are awful like like they they both come in in short supply of great as as life is oh man i i honestly i will do anything for a great landlord they're so rare but that's why airbnb is winning because you know what it's all about providing a good service no it's all about affairs right you're wrong well people are cheating out there you know what i mean I wasn't cheating out, uh, on, on anything. We there. don't know that. We don't, did you have a, a vlog of every minute of what you were doing? In no. There? So we don't know that. You just, you, you maybe no, you could I'm be Bill Clinton. You. Oh, but uh, Bill Clinton said he didn't have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, the MKT show on the other side, we'll talk, um, a little bit of FA Cup and AFCON MKT show. So, I sent a message just uh, this morning to a friend of mine. Say, hey, leaving for America soon. Let's go have dinner. It's a bit short notice, I know, but uh, let's have dinner tonight. Say cheers. He goes, oh, sorry, bro. And the guy, move and shake. I was supposed to go to Conquer with this guy. You go to Conquer? No, he was going to take me. Seriously. Uh, he, he said, because he's not Conquer type either. Very northern suburbs guy. And he said, <laughs> but he said, of anyone who needs to experience Gonka, it's me. And he said, okay, we have to go, but let's do it once, but we're doing it properly. Like, 
we get to hire a car and get there and be those guys. And so, move and shaker. I mean, he was just in Zanzibar now for a while, right? So then I sent like send him this message. Let's have supper tonight. Oh no, sorry. How's it? I'm in Sao Paulo, Brazil. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, shot for the dinner plans there, bro. Yeah. Sorry, wait. Uh, didn't you just get back from Zanzibar? So he's having he's having a business meeting in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Incredible. Some people how how they live. But it's how I want to live, you know. And and like in for, with my business, the build the business I'm building. Just so people understand. Uh, and also, it's good for people who've invested in the show. You know, you must also understand this year is based on going global because I want to bring people global content. So, in my business, I could do that. You know, once we get to the level, it'll take a bit of time. You got to make a bit of money and and get to the right level. But I got, we could, I could spend three months in England, uh, three months in Germany, three months in Iceland. There's no reason. With the way, especially with the business I'm building, like my vision is I never want to be stuck anywhere. So expect more of this type of content over the next 18 to 24 months. I fully intend, and I've been talking to guys in Europe and some of the big soccer leagues, intending to see what they're doing with content, what their plans are. So there's some cool stuff we're planning. Um, but yeah, you know, in business, you got to grow a little bit, uh, as they, as we say in South Africa. So, I loved it. I loved oh, it. I loved Toto. it. Toto. It's business. Yeah, business. He says. So, this guy, unbelievable. I'm in Sao Paulo, Brazil. How about that? Eh? Oh, that's, have uh, you, oh, you haven't been to Brazil. Eh? I haven't been. There no, either. no, no. I haven't. But I also have jet set of friends. Just, I mean, what a life. Yeah. I've never been one of those guys. Like, I've never really traveled. But, um, must be nice. Yeah, it must be nice. It deserves it though. He works like a, he works like a, a freaking donkey, this guy. I can't picture you, you being a traveler and not working hard because yeah. I don't think it's one of those things that go hand in hand. Like you have to work hard to travel, to make money. You yeah. Know, it's not just a thing of boop. I mean, I'm in Brazil yeah. just for dinner. You know what I mean? No, he's uh he works like a donkey, so he deserves it. But he also, he, cause he's so understated, right? He's got like a small car. So he's also, he's a really understated person by his nature, you know? He's not like that life guy. But yeah. He's like you? Elon Musk. No, Elon Musk has it. He has a spaceship. Yeah, but he has no house. No, he's got a house. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, he got a house. He bought he bought the house across from the house that he's renting. No, that, no, sold. Did, oh, did he sell it? He has no properties to his name. Uh, but that's not because he's understated. The guy's a rocket ship, right? He, no, no. He, he's the he's the opposite of Elon Musk. He's not. He wouldn't. He's he wouldn't build a spaceship if he was Elon Musk rich. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. 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 Because because whole Elon Musk thing is I don't want to own anything because I want to be able to just kind of like you with with the, with the whole no car thing. I want to just be able to move and and I don't want like my life to be surrounded by material things. That's all Elon's thing. Is he going spiritual? Has he gone, has he got a ah, chakra yeah. healer yet? No, I don't know about the chakra thing, but yeah, no house. Yeah. I mean, if your baby's an alien or who needs a house. Um, so yeah, good for him. Uh, looking forward to this, looking forward to the next uh, three months. It's going to be a really, really cool stuff. Um, the FA Cups this weekend, right? And it's, I think the FA Cups got itself in a weird place. Because the Champions League's gotten so big now that everyone cares about the Premier League, La Liga, Serie A, the leagues, obviously, that's, you know, the, the meat and potatoes, as they say, meat 
and potatoes. But then it's Champions League. It, it, there was a time where the FA Cup meant a hell of a lot. It's become England's Cup now. It, 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 there was a time when everyone was like, oh, it's the FA Cup, not the football. And I think the Champions League has replaced the FA Cup as the second tournament in most people's lives. I don't, I don't know what it's like. I mean, you're slightly younger, so you were more in the Instagram game anyway, and you were born in Neymar season anyway. So for you, you've always been Champions League, I would imagine, with FIFA and, and whatever else. Yeah. Um, FA Cup's come up, but it's, yeah, Champions League has been a major one. Yeah, um, it's tough. The FA Cup is, um, it really, really is the bridesmaid. Feel for them. Because they, they, they do try and make it happen, but it's, it's gone now. It's gone. It's a hundred, you know, the, the whole selling it on history thing, no one cares anymore. Yeah, that whole history thing is falling, uh, it's falling a bit behind. It's getting old. You know, Manchester yeah. United have played out the history thing for a while now. Yeah. It's kind of like baseball. The, their problem is they won't evolve. Uh, now, the money in baseball is no less, but they, they just won't evolve, which is why the NBA is now second in town. And, and I love baseball, by the way. I've, I've watched baseball and played baseball since I was really young. So it's one of those things like test cricket, though. You've, you're either into it or this is the most boring thing in the world. So the FA Cup is this weekend. Some big fixtures tonight. Manchester United play Middlesbrough. Um, see how that whole thing goes for them. <laughs> if they lose to Middlesbrough. Uh, then they're done. Yeah. So one of my mates tonight, we, uh, I made dinner a little bit later. It's like, oh, there's the small matter of an FA Cup tie. I'm like, huh? Oh, Man United. Didn't even realize they were playing tonight. Yeah, I, there's a lot that I didn't know about tonight with with how much is going on. Uh, Paolo was telling me yesterday on the stream that it's uh, Inter Milan and AC Milan this weekend. This weekend, yeah. But Supersport will never advertise. They'll never tell you that that's happening. It's, it's that's a big. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. It's one of the biggest sporting events on earth ever. Milan Derby is one of the biggest events in the world ever. I've attended the... Oh, man, I've been to the be San Siro. And it's, although, Serie fault. Market better. Fair enough. It's, it's your fault. It's your yeah. fault. It's not Supersport's fault. Supersport already has paid for the rights. We don't need to advertise more. It's going to be on anywhere. And we've got our money from the advertisers. Yeah. So we don't really care. So Serie get on it. All right, man. Uh, man United and Middlesbrough. So United need to deliver there. Uh, man City, Fulham. Now, Fulham are flying, by the way. People don't know they will be. They've got a former Watford manager Marco Silva in charge there, and he's doing all the right things. So, if you're Man City, do not rest on your laurels there. Uh, we know there's always an upset in every single one. Chelsea, Plymouth, Chelsea should, should do the business there, and then Chelsea will be off next weekend. By the way, so no um, Arsenal Chelsea game next weekend. That is postponed, of course. Uh, when you win the Champions League, you play in the World Club Cup. That's not a big deal. Um, Chelsea are off there. Everton, Brentford, the game of uh, the round, right? That that's going to be. A slobber knocker. Uh, big time Frank um, with all his new lads. Of course, Delhi Alley. Um, Delhi Alley, by the way, and uh, Donny Vanderbeek were playing against each other in the Champions League final three seasons ago. And now they're both at Everton. What a time to be alive. Um, <laughs> did you see the Brentford striker, um, Ivan Tony, say F Brentford, who plays for Brentford? No, he didn't. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I said this, right? In I, I, I retweeted that whole thing because it came out as a video of him in this break. He was with a lady who just, I mean, he's a footballer. The lady looked, yeah, looked like somebody had invented her on a computer game, like perfection. And she's, so there was no real, he came out of the weak source apology. Um, but yeah, I said, look, 
good-looking ladies are going to get guys to do stuff. It's going to happen. So I can't blame that. I've done worse things for for girls that weren't as good-looking. So what, like wreck your career? Mm, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, yes, that has happened to me. <laughs> Funny you say that. <laughs> yes. Oh no. Yes. What uh, did you do? Absolutely. No, I had a football uh, career, but um, but caught up. You get caught up with the wrong people, you know. Yeah. Uh, no. And it's too bad because Brentford are actually quite strong. Oh, they'll, they'll be fine. They've got a good coach, good culture. Uh, Ivan Tony, uh, Christian Eriksen probably won't be ready to go. Um, he'll he'll have to get get fit. It'll take him four to six weeks, and then they've they've got a really good player there. I mean that that really if 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 Christian Eriksen gives them half the production he gave Tottenham back in the day, uh, that they're, they're going to be just fine. Uh, Spurs, Brighton, that'll be nice. Uh, Brighton playing really well. Obviously, they don't have um, Dan Byrne who went home to Newcastle. Uh, but Spurs Brighton, interesting to see uh, if um, Spurs unleash all the new signings. Let's see what Antonio Conte does. And that's the last thing that Spurs have to fight for. Liverpool, Cardiff, and then obviously Nottingham Forest play the Foxes of Leicester. So that, that, that's going to be a cracker. So there's some saucy games there, some saucy games. And I kind of like the romance, little guy. You know, David versus Goliath. Can the little team upset? You know what I mean? Can they pull a Leicester and win the <laughs> You know, win the Premier League when they had no chance. Yeah. So, for me, Everton-Brentford, I'll definitely watch that. I'll, I'll make a plan. I do like Brentford. And it's not just because I found out a friend of mine, a close friend of mine, was born in Brentford mm-hmm. back in the day. Big Chelsea rivals, by the way. I didn't know that. Yeah, West London, yeah. Hectic. See, I always... I didn't really know too much about the... About the um, what do you call a rivals uh, situation until I played... FIFA, and but they point out that Arsenal were no, were, were London. Were massive London. Yeah, but yeah. there was a time when Arsenal were good, um, but ju- that was before color television. So don't worry about it. It was years ago, way before Instagram. There, Arsenal <laughs> were good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. So, no, that's very interesting. It's nice. It's I really hope Brentford to come through on that one. That would yeah. be cool. Be nice. Oh, Frank Lampard, I feel for him. He had to take this job. No, he did. He, like, like he couldn't because the, the right call was to say no because Everton's a mess. And waited out, but he's like, "Oh, bloody hell! How about not get another?" These managers are moving. What can you do? I mean, uh, we spoke about it last time on the stream. Confirm manager for uh, West Bromwich Albion. West Brom. Yeah, yeah Steve, Bruce. Steve Bruce. I like him. I do like him. <laughs> I like Steve Bruce. He's, he's kind of like the uncle. You know, there, there's one uncle in every family who's just a lacquer time. Yeah, like he's done well. He's he's selling like I don't know, like. Parallel moon to Egyptians or whatever, you know. There's always an uncle who figures it out, and then he's got way too much money, and he's just a lacquer oak. Yeah, Steve Bruce looks like that guy. Like every bride, everyone wants to be around him. He's having a good time. He's like he treats his family well. <laughs> you know what I mean? There is that one uncle who's just like he's the one without the degree in the family. Yeah, yeah. and then he, but he's just like a lacquer oak. Steve Bruce seems like that guy. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy that he's back. You know? Yeah. That whole Newcastle thing was very, well, I mean, we saw it coming, but unnecessary, to say the least. It was quite a... It was brutal. It was pitiful. It's, you know? br- it's brutal. To, uh, you know, Amanda Stavely, she goes, <sighs> I've dealt with James Bond. I can't change my policies. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Bond villain. And Steve Bruce, sorry, I can't change for you. Yeah, no, you're just not fitting into the picture. Well, yet. you're dead. You're dead. <laughs> you're done now. <laughs> Shout out to Big Shaq, who... Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang was dressed like, actually. Oh, really? When he went to oh, Barcelona. Yes. You 
can go check that photo out on the MKT Show Twitter page. I think you put it on, right? Yeah, I did put it on the Twitter page. Yeah. It's hilarious. So, Ryan, America, what are you thinking? It's a um, friend of mine, New York. It was minus 10. Yeah. I have, been looking, I have been looking at the weather. Do you have jackets? I do have jackets. You nice got, ones. Yeah. Got those alpha ones, you know, mm-hmm. didn't take the Transformers jacket there. Okay. Also got my Steelers coach. You know, Mike Tomlin. We might see him. Pittsburgh represent. Oh, how cool I mean, they're, they're not playing. But. Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, just see him. Get a picture. Oh, he's one of my. <laughs> no, no, seriously. I've, lots, I've got lots of quotes, quotes written down from him. He's, he's, he's an OG. Like, he's just that guy who. He's, he's the friend you want, Mike Tomlin. Just a solid, old school, no nonsense. Oh, he's the friend I want. I like, like, old school, no nonsense. Tell it how it is. But yeah. in the end, a good bloke. You know he's going to have your back and he's never going to take your BS. Mike Tomlin. <laughs> if I see that guy, I'll go nuts. Yeah. No, there's this trip. There are so many people um, that I'm so excited to like see. Yeah. And the worst part is I still don't know more of what's coming. I only know so much. Yeah. And so I'm just, I'm just, you know, strapping in for the ride. It's going to be great. It's quite a bit planned. We will be in New York. So anything's possible once you're there, you know. Any, anything is possible, um, especially with some of the places we've confirmed on the other side. Could bump into anyone. Who knows? You know, New York, big place. Moving and grooving. There's I just want to – I'm going to have my AirPods in my ears as we land, mm-hmm. and I'm going to play that Frank Sinatra song. Which one? He's got a lot of good ones. New York, New York. The classic. As we land, as we drop down. Oh, really? New York. A guy who listens, uh, what's Jared's surname? Uh, Canadian <laughs> guy, Jared. Uh, let me just get his name. Anyway, he's, he's a big fan of Gareth's show. Oh, yeah. And he, so uh, the Gareth Cliff show, for those wondering who's Gareth, there's, there may be people listening who are like, no, we. we. Also, MKT hosts as uh, the co host on that show, no big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, you know. That's very, very true. But Jared does the same. He, Jared Jager or Jaeger. Because it's got the German deal Nah. Um, so Jared, Canadian guy, on his podcast, I forget what his podcast is called. Anyway, Jared Yeager says, uh, whatever place he goes to, he likes to listen to music to capture that city. It was quite cool. Uh, let me just. Does he choose the music? Because I like to do that with the radio station. So when I go to a place, I listen to the radio station. Gets me in the vibe. Yeah. I forget what. Jared's but I mean, that's podcast. cool because he can just assign a song to any any place he goes, and every time he listens to it. But he, so what he does is he chooses a song, whatever it may be, and then he goes for a walk in that place. And so it, he doesn't. I don't think he necessarily oh. chooses it. I, I must just check whether he random place. But anyway, a song will always remind him of having walked next to this lake in this place. That's awesome. That's his vibe. Yeah. Oh, Empire State of Mind. I got it. No, oh, hey, it's your thing. I, I don't need to. Ah, I don't need to know. Jared Yeager. Uh, I'll send you his podcast and you can listen to it. But yeah. So you reckon, hey? Oh, you just, are you workshopping it? You, you workshopping the idea? The thing is, right? Um, obviously this, this, these plans have been in the works for a while, but they've only most recently been con- confirmed on my end. So th- this is all happening kind of quick. So I'm trying to like make sure everything's in order, but it's, yeah, there's, there's a lot I want to do. And oh. for, I mean, I've, I've ha- I took a look at the schedule this morning. Very exciting. Yeah. We are definitely going to be busy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We are going to be busy. I'm, I'm, I'm not in the laziness game. So it's going to, it's going to be fun, though. It's going to be fun. Uh, luckily, I, I work in a business that I'm not an accountant, you know? Like, there's, there's busy and there's, 
but also lo- lots of interesting things that I can bring back to people. I think we've been starved and robbed here in Africa of of interesting content. Um, not good, but interesting because also sports meant to be a celebration, and I think we've taken that away from people by presenting it like it's a family funeral. Oh. So it's it's but bloody time Africans actually got a fun, interesting way to engage with content. You know what I'm saying, right? That's what I'm saying. And and the Americans know how to do it. They do know how to they do it. They have it down to a science. They really know how to do it. Like, if you speak uh, like Super Bowl to anyone, automatically they know. Americans know right off that Sunday. Like, it's Super Bowl Sunday. And the entirety of America knows not to do anything that Sunday but focus on that. In this country, we don't market sport like that. You know what I mean? Super, uh, NFL is the last TV appointment television left in America. That's what, not a, like what, what like does that mean? it means we're going to sit down at this time to watch this show because the rest of it you can stream, record, whatever. But they say it is the last TV show that still commands profitable. Like, hey, the Steelers are playing at nine. We're watching it live. Are you talking about uh, Super Bowl or are you talking about no, NFL no, in general? No, NFL in general. NFL in general. Yeah, $120 billion. So you can't stream it? No, you can. Or what I'm, but what I'm saying is uh, people cut out that slot. Oh, I see. Whereas people don't say, oh, it's Ozark live today. I have to watch it. It's like, no, I'll watch it when I want. Which is a very interesting dynamic because obviously in our advertising comes into it. Mm. $120 billion they signed in the, in the, in the pandemic. NFL signed a new deal. 120 billion. Just, just to say that number is hilarious, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. it? It's out of this world. It's 12 billion dollars a year. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Vince McMahon makes off his like one WWE channel <laughs> on Fox. Oh, what a legend that guy, Vincent. What? What Vincent are you, Kennedy? What man. are you looking most forward to? Because I haven't actually, we haven't had a chance to sit down. I haven't had a chance to ask you this question. What is your most exciting thing? That, I know you're just excited about going, but like. You could nail it down to one thing. No, I think it's also, it's good to see where you are because I like to compete globally and it's good to see where you are compared to proper people. I want to see, because also sometimes there's stuff we do in Africa because of lack of resources. We do it better than them. They're still using, they might use two computers for what you use one for or whatever, you know what I mean? So I'm interested to see where we are. I like to gauge myself against the best. So I'm excited to see the monster that is American uh, media because since I started working in this industry I haven't been back to America so and wait so you haven't been back to America since you started in this business no I haven't been back to America since wow. I started working in so this, this is going to be really interesting for you as well for sure for sure I, I was under the impression you had already gone not not while I've worked uh, in at Cliff Central or worked in media no I, wo- I mean I went in film but but as a business owner I, I haven't been to America as a business owner it's a whole different way to look at it, you know. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not going there to, I mean, have a good time, but I'm also looking at oh, how, business. Does, how does business work? Um, what's that over there, that person over there doing? I mean, I do that anyway. Um, I always like to observe. So I'm looking forward to seeing how America gets it done. And, and also, it's been a long time since I've traveled. It's good to get some feedback on, ah, actually, this is not bad in South Africa that I do there. Oh, okay, why do you guys do it like this? It's good to get that energy from a different person. And also, I think uh, probably the biggest part for me, you know, when you travel, by the very nature of traveling, people will find you interesting. Yes. You know, in South Africa, it's kind of like, oh, okay, well, you're just a South African oak, which is cool. But that, you know, that gets boring for me. People are curious. Yeah. 
Africa. Oh my God. Yeah, like that, that fuels me. I like to share what, what we're about as well. So, so there's a lot of things that I'm excited about. I'm, I'm really, really excited to, on two sides, personally and, and for travel. Um, just to say to people, Hey, we're here now. What's happening? Oh, I don't want to say how we finished or we done. You know what I mean? I'd love to see Birdman. Oh. I would get Birdman on the show immediately if we, if we saw him. See, and the thing is, New York, it's really a place we can go anywhere. If you can make well, it there, you'll make it anywhere. Yeah, but I'm sorry. I mean, you can see a lot of people there. Like, you never know who you're going to, you know, bump into. Yeah. And we, we are staying in prime. Well, we got some prime accommodation. Let me just tell you that. We are staying near a, a real heritage site of, of, of New York. Uh, if you know, you know. So we'll probably see Oprah walk in. I mean, do you, okay. I don't want to go for Oprah. Do you think Stedman will be there? No. No, no, no. Oh, he's going to be busy in the guest Gail, house. Gail, they're doing girl chats. He's preparing. He's probably making an omelet at home. <laughs> I, that's the man I want to meet. I, I want to meet Stedman. Stedman Graham. I'd give anything to meet that guy. You can see Oprah anyway. You can see on the TV for years and years. They probably live Stedman. In, they probably live in LA though. Where's Oprah's studio now? Probably LA, huh? If I'm Oprah, I live in LA. I don't, why would I live in cold places? I'm rich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm rich. <laughs> what do we do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because they've got that Avo. No, there's no way Avos are growing in on East Coast. No, she probably LA somewhere, Orange wow. County. Stedman probably brings in the Avos. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, he knows what's good for him. Says, <sighs> also, he probably needs a break every now and then. You know what I mean? Like a lot of chitter Where does Stedman go for a break? Because I don't see him the Maldives kind of guy. I no. see him, he needs the business chatter. You know what I mean? No, no, to one of the 34 properties <laughs> somewhere across America. It's got to go. Miami, whatever. I'm out. So where are you going? Don't worry about it. See ya. Got some business in Miami. All right, bye. Bye. But what do you think the name of his business is? Because he doesn't register under the own network. There's no way. No, no, no. He's got his own business. He, he makes about $10 million a year. I was, I was Googling. Wow. He's got, he's got books, that guy. What a man. He, like, he's, he's, he's a big time lawyer, by the way. Like, not like play play. I'm a, I mean, I know we always make fun of it. He's, guy's a big, he's no, like, no, he's a big deal. He is a big deal. He made his first marriage disappear without anyone knowing. It's not on, you can't even find it. On <laughs> you Wikipedia. can't find it. Yeah, can't like, find the previous partner. No one. Cause it'll get weird, right? Because weird. somebody or somebody, you know, with the media, Hey, how do you feel that Stedman left you for Oprah? You know how the media will always find that ugly narrative. Yeah. And they'll, and they'll say something stupid. Like, how does it feel being Oprah's sidekick? Yeah. And he's like, listen, I, I run the, I run the whole thing. Yeah. They got a good thing going. Yeah, yeah, they got a, uh, I great think dynamic. What, uh, what is left is they got a good thing on. What are you looking forward to in America? Huh? To be honest, I haven't seen anything aside. Uh, I'm sure you've heard me speak many times about Australia. So I'm, I'm keen to go and I've, I've always loved the American culture because at home, you know, I have my, my little smart speaker there at home. Sure. And I always listen to the, the American stations like, you know, because I always want to know what are they doing on a Friday night? Like what's happening? And so it'll, It'll be so nice to just be there, not just listen to it. So, I don't know. I feel like the thing that I'm looking forward to is that anything can happen, I guess. And I, I, I'm, I'm not even sure what's coming my way. But um, I don't know, I'm just excited to be part of it. What did your family say that you're going to America? <laughs> ah, they, they're super excited. Oh, are they? Yeah, yeah. My, my family has only ever left the country once, I think, on that trip that I was talking about with my dad. Oh, where, where was that? Uh, when they went to Barcelona and Italy. Oh, yes, you said, yeah. So that was the only time that, because my dad has never been interested in leaving the country. My dad couldn't justify the money. 
he always said, you know, what's the point? And then he went on that trip and he came back and he, he said like his whole perspective changed. He was like, no, no, no. You have to go out and see the world. So now he's just waiting for you bums to get out the house. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. They're planning it. They're already planning to go. You know what oh, I mean? are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they're planning some big trips. And when, when, when are they taking their next trip? Um, I think it's probably next year. Oh, fantastic. So, yeah. so they'll, they'll go and see whatever. That's, that's no, no, amazing. I, I, I've told my parents, don't, don't wait on us. They say in, in like, you know, the perfect world, they'd want us to come. But I'm like, look, I'm just getting started my career. So I need to work as hard as I can to, to get a good head start. But don't let me hold you back, though. You know, we'll make it happen soon. Yeah, although they're probably just saying that. They're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> we, we're, yeah, because it can go either way with kids. It can be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'll cancel everything. I'm uh, Or they can take your approach. And your dad probably, like, went to the kitchen, got a glass of water. Just like, oh, thank God. Can't wait. Now I can, now I can book the five-star hotel. <laughs> no, they, they, they're super excited about the whole thing. Um but yeah, it's going to be a whole new experience. It's nice to actually talk about it. We, you know, we've been planning it. And then I, I walked into the office this morning. <laughs> I had everybody ask me about it. And I was like, you know, I just know we, we're going next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I spent all morning doing admin for it. Like it also, the way it came up, I mean, after conversations last night, which went into the AMs, we only finished at midnight. I still had to yes. get home, make a phone call to America. I only got to bed at like two o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, also. I couldn't sleep last night. Yeah, but our reasons are different. Why couldn't you no, sleep this time? Um, I'm, I don't know if it's the, the anxiousness or excitement or what it is, but I just, yo, struggled to sleep. But it's, but it's all good though. Came in a bit late today, you know. We were streaming for what? Almost four and a half, four five hours. hours. We finished at midnight. It's crazy. By yeah. the way, Barrett told me something very interesting today. <laughs> Let's hear it. I bet he did. It's Paolo's birthday on Monday. Paulo Diaz's birthday. Paulo Diaz's birthday on Monday. He said he didn't want to tell you because he knows how much you don't care about birthdays. You okay. shouldn't be celebrated for being alive. You know yeah, I mean? no, no. It's not a prize. You don't, you don't get a prize <laughs> for doing something that Amoeba does. Yeah. So Being born is not amazing. He came in this morning and he said to me, Ryan, I think you might want to know, but it's Paulo's birthday on Monday. I was like, ah, oh, I didn't know nice. this. Very nice. Very nice. Oh, I see. Okay. So I think... That's why it makes sense about Sunday night. Because we have MPZ on. Yes. You know? we, we, we did one, we did one both. No, but his mom, I mean, his, not his mom, um, Maria, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah. His wife would probably have organized something for him, I would imagine. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, so, uh, I see what you're saying, yeah. Because he, okay, that's, that's what happens though when people love you. This They're is like, big time broadcasting. No, when people love you, you know what they do? They do stuff for you. Yes. And the, his wife's probably like, oh, Paolo, who is not just because I work with him, awesome. She's like, you're awesome. Let me do stuff for you. With you. You know? Mm. Plus, I know Paolo. Paolo is one of those people, to his own detriment, he will always do more for other people. No, he will. For two years, I've worked with this guy. And, by the way, with his resume and reputation for what he's done over the last 20 years, he does not have to. No. Pa- Paolo could give the middle finger to anybody in South Africa in media and and no one would say anything. No. But he does w- without him, right? My I'm not going to America now. Like he, his involvement started about 18 months ago. And without Paolo this show is not where it is. Not even close. Not even close without him. I don't think people know like Paolo Diaz is probably one of the biggest names 
in terms of audio culture in this country. And not a bum. No, not at all. One no, of the no, hardest working people. Not a bum as a human. There's a lot of bum humans, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I do know you what, know what you I'm mean. saying. Yes. He's not a bum. No. Like I say what I'm gonna do, I do it, and then we keep it moving. He like, doesn't even say it. I'm not even he like, just does it. Yeah, no big credits, crying like a like a bum. There's a lot of you know, in our business there's a lot of bum people. Be careful out there. And he also wears the crispiest shoes you've ever seen. And a chain because he's Portuguese. We saw Carlos Carroz last night. Gold chain. St. Christopher. I thought it was quite disrespectful of the person who asked Paolo if he had a gold chain. I mean, I'm like... My, who this, was that? Like, I don't know. But my man's Portuguese. What do you mean, does he have a gold chain? Have yeah. some, have some, put some respect on his name. It's, it's, this is Jao Paulo Diaz, damn it. Yeah, he's not a dilute. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's the MKT show. <laughs> I was thinking about taking my snowboard with me, by the way. It's cold. Yeah, I have, I have a couple things I'm also thinking of taking, but baggage-wise, I don't know if it's going to be... Also, where are you going to snowboard? What did you... What? New York. Now, I know we're not only there, but... Well, we're going to America. Where am I going to snowboard? Are you joking? Born to America. Are you kidding me? I mean, I told some of my friends who work in Whistler... I'm about to be in the house. A guy, a guy had to call me at three in the morning. Oh, did you call Sean White? No, I don't know Sean White. <laughs> I don't know Sean White. Oh, did you call your, your buddy there at the, at the ski shop? Talk you up. Why would I need my buddy to hook me up at the ski shop? Give you the best thing they have. I've got the best thing. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I've got a burden snowboard already. <laughs> burden boots, burden bindings. Don't worry about it. Burden bag. <laughs> what? Come oh, on. Oh, man. I work in the business. Work in the business, huh? Yeah. Got, got great prices back in the day, you know what I'm saying. A little bit old, my snowboard now, but I was thinking of taking it. Uh, I'm not going to take it. I've, I've decided. I am going to have to train, though, because I do have a 100k race in April. That is not changing. I do want to start training. Go ahead. When, when, we, when we are there, mm-hmm. I do want to go for like walks around the city and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do want to start that. I don't know how it's going to be because I think it sounds like it's quite cold. Doesn't mean you can't train. Though. No, it doesn't mean you can't train. But I do want to. I, just, I do want to try and do that because I've always blamed being here mm-hmm. that I can't train. So maybe I should start going for walks and, and stuff like that. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Four days away. On a plane, ten p.m. Ugh, tired. Ten p.m. Yeah. There's a. It's all booked and finalized. Ah, it's the one flight. I mean, we've got to go direct, you know what I mean? Otherwise, you, you got what? It was stop in Dubai. It's a 21 hour day. No, thank you. Yeah, but then you can go to that guy's restaurant, Salt Bay. Nah. <laughs> Can't do it. Uh, could go to Mikel, Al- uh, Mikel Salgado's academy, former Real Madrid legend. See what he's up to there, you know? Let's do it. I do like Dubai. It's good stuff, good food, good hotels. My friend uh, Jason went there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he got some. He had a couple of experiences. That Is that time. the guy who looks like Machine Gun Kelly? That's the very one. Yeah, yeah. No, he said that place is out of its world. That's unreal. He says, like, what do you think is incredible? Like, times that by fifty. You got to go there while you're single. Yeah, yeah. Or Roman Abramovich. Otherwise, there's no there's no reason for you to be there. 
he actually just, he discovered somebody there <laughs> um took all of his pictures from Dubai and put it on a Tinder account <laughs> somebody some fan sent it to him what wait what somebody took his pictures yeah posted it as a fake Tinder account so, so took Jason's pictures and created a fake Tinder account created a fake Tinder account <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> That's amazing. Some fan sense to him when he was there. But th- that's when you, you know you've made it. Yeah, I know. When somebody does satire with your – they don't put some respect on your name, then you know you've made it. And the, and the, and the name was Ryan, which is hilarious because then his mom saw it and was like, why is Ryan using your pictures? And I was like, no, no, no. Whoever made that profile just named it. Amazing. Which is hilarious. Yeah, that, that is incredible. Okay, let's move on. Uh, Ryan, what you got in social media, pal? Okay, so the player of the month from the Premier League has been announced. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're going to be shocked or if you're just going to be, uh, or if it's well-deserved, actually. And that is, of course, David De Gea, named player of the month. Yeah, no, he, he has played well. Man United are absolutely terrible. Yeah, he's actually earning his money. And without him, they lose the West Ham game quite comfortably. And uh, what was the other game? Was it Brentford, I think? No. Yeah. What were the, was it Brentford before that? Can't remember who um, Man United played, but anyway, yeah. without without him, yeah, they're nothing. So he's listen. David De Gea is a is an old school goalkeeper. Um, football has moved moved past him, but what he is is a cat. The the reflexes are insanity. He's shot stopping, just out of this world. So it was Aston Villa uh, that they played against, and then the Wolves game where he saved them there as well. So, and then the West Ham game. So without him. They would be in the, yeah, and Brentford. So it would have been a Mazza without uh, David De Gea. Oh my God. The, the, the Brentford first half, he made two saves that are out of this world. Unreal, world class. So shout out to David De Gea who's got uh, a ginger beard. Yeah. Is that why you like him? No, well, I don't really, I don't really like the guy because he's so overhyped. Mm hmm. And I, I don't want to be that guy that says overhyped, but everybody's like, oh, he's the last player scouted by Fergie, actually signed by him. He is a good keeper, though. He is a good keeper. I mean, I, he's, well, he he's was, not Mendy, but he's, he's he was, yeah, he, was the, he was the best in the world at one stage. Well, that's what everyone was telling Five years ago, maybe. But and I, even then. Oh, but that was like all nah. Manchester United fans. And also, you know he's, not the be, he's not the best in the world. Manuel Neuer is way better than him. Don't worry about it. So, no, I don't really, I don't really like him, but I do feel like he's the one honest player on that team. Like, all the interviewers go to him after a game because they know he's the one person who reacts. Like, Maguire, all those cats, they play. They play. This this dude gives it as as he sees it. Pros pro. Pros pro, David Tegea, because it could have been very easy to go Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang on this team, and people would have... It would have actually been justified for Tegea to go, what the hell is going on here, guys? Yeah. I'm getting out of here. Yeah. So, shout out to Tegea. No, fair enough. I'd say well deserved. Man United well deserved, unbeaten yeah. in January, and he's the main, he's the only reason. Yeah, yeah. What so else we got? the next thing we got, I saw a shocking article, and it's not new, by the way. This is probably about a day or two, mm-hmm. and I, I just I wanted to bring it up because I don't know what to make of it. I'm like I'm a Formula One fan, but I I will say I haven't been in it long enough to know the consequences of this. And it says FIA makes first admission Massey could be replaced. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, that, that will be from Toto and to- we understand Toto is an incredibly powerful man when it comes to that whole world. A lot of controversial decisions this, uh, this year. I mean, we saw what happened in Russia, mm. um, with the, with the rain and all of that and, and the way it ended, uh, his communication wasn't clear. The, even though what was the week before? It, Cause it was Saudi to finish, hey? 
the week before was Abu Dhabi. Yeah, I think so. There was also controversy there with his communication with the teams. Uh, yeah, I can see why Mercedes would be pushing for it. If anyone's pushing for it, it's Lewis Hamilton. And remember, listen, if you don't think Formula One's asking Lewis Hamilton, uh, what do you think, Yapa? You're, you're stupid. They, they're definitely speaking to those power brokers. And I think if you're Lewis Hamilton, you've earned the right to say, I don't think this guy's good for the sport. Get the hell out of here. Now, I don't think it's good for the sport to bow down to team pressure because it sets a bad precedent. Mm. So, no. also, there's no word on Hamilton returning. You know that? Hey, Which is, no, he'll be back. Yes. I'm sure he will. But no. I, I overheard rumors of who's going to replace him. He'll be back. There's $100 million a year. Don't worry about it. They're saying that if Hamilton doesn't come back, um, they're thinking of getting uh, who's who's the old Ferrari driver who now drives for um, as it Aston Martin. Don't know. Fernando Alonso there? Oh uh, no no no! Oh man, he was in Ferrari before he just moved. Um, I've, I've, I've anyway, Lewis Hamilton's yeah. coming back. Don't worry about it. You, don't, you think so? Yes. So yeah, he's the king of the sport, and he's at his apex. People don't stop when they're at their best. Tom Brady was is an anomaly. You don't stop when you're <laughs> earning a hundred million dollars a year doing what you love, and you're the best in the world at it. They still sent him a fine for not pitching to the gala dinner. Who's that? Lewis Hamilton. How much was it? uh, I don't think it's specified, but because he unfollowed everyone on Instagram, I can't believe that was brought up as a point, number one. Because, I mean, whose business is it who you follow and unfollow? Although, when you're Lewis Hamilton, you do need to be careful about that, because it it does matter. Yeah, for sure. Because now he only follows four people. (laughs) He unfollowed every single person. Yeah. He only follows four people. You, you know what? I'll I, check who the four I, are I think now. I think it's sometimes tough because we impose, like, we want these guys to be our heroes, right? You must also remember what it means to Lewis Hamilton every season. Because most of us don't know what it is to go to that apex of winning, the price he pays every year. By the way, Formula One drivers have to be disgustingly fit, right? To, for the G-forces that go through your body... It, you, you can't just be Sally running around the park. You need to be in insane shape. You've also got to keep your weight down for the whole year. If, you've, if you're a boxing fan, you understand um, guys always cutting weight. The whole season for Formula One drivers is that. So when you lose Hamilton, you put into Formula One uh, and, it, and it, it ends up the way it did. I understand being a little bit emotional. Having said that, on the other side, I also say, come on, Lewis, you're the face of the sport. It's ugly. I would go and drop F-bombs to directly to Red Bull's face to, you know, the head of, of Formula One behind closed doors because he's, he's earned the right. Like when you're that level, you've earned the right to, to no, express. You know what, he's what, got seven. Yeah, you've earned the right to, to express your displeasure, whether, whether it's right or not. But don't do it in public, dude. You're the mm. face of the sport. As much as it sounds silly, but your social media behavior is, a, is part of the face of the sport. Like at some stage, once you become that, because he, he is a living God, right? Is I want him behaving in a certain way because also it's making you a hundred million dollars a year, bro. And, and and I get the whole you're in the legacy phase, you don't need them. Play your play your role, yeah. And your role is to be the elder statesman. And even if he's pissed off at Verstappen, and I get it at Red Bull, and he thinks it was conspired against him, you know what I mean? I get that. You're a sportsman, you're a competitor. It did look funky, <laughs> let's be honest. But you must conduct yourself in a certain way, you know. Um, to whom much is given, much is expected. So I, I don't like that from Lewis. And I, and I, I mean, I'm a Verstappen guy. I'm also Verstappen. But guy. I love Lewis Hamilton. Like I want to be, because I, I, I know what it takes. Or, or you know what? 
I know what it takes to win on a small scale, and I like discipline and greatness. I love Lewis Hamilton. This is an ugly look. I, I totally agree. I, I don't like that he unfollowed people. That's yeah. So he. I just want to correct myself. He's unfollowed everyone. There's zero. He's following no one. So no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that, Lewis. You, you you're better than that, and be above it. Yeah, so they sent him a fine. He didn't even pitch up to the gala dinner because yeah, he's, you know, that whole thing of, ah, he'll think about that return. I'm like, ah. But it's what, a million dollars or whatever? Fine. Says, uh, yeah, you know, you know, well, got, luckily, I've got that in my boot and cash. <laughs> yeah, I was on my way to, I was yeah, going to no. go get uh, groceries anyway. <laughs> What's his dog's name? I, I'm, uh, I'm not sure. Does he, oh, what is he, a British bulldog? Yeah, it's a British bulldog. He even has his name. He has like 400,000 followers on Instagram. It's hilarious. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even his dog, he probably has that money lying in his bed. You know what That's I mean? That's it. Yeah. He's lost him. But yeah, I just find it leaves a sour taste in, in, in your mouth. Like you lost. There's nothing you can do about it now that don't be a sore loser. You know what? Everyone's had to take an L at some stage. And I understand <laughs> the circumstances are weird, but it's just, it's, yeah. I don't know. Even Mercedes not taking interviews at what's Toto saying? I actually don't know, Enough but I do know he's furious. I can imagine. I mean, did you hear him on the radio? I think that whole radio incident is the reason why Michael Massey's on, on this, uh, you know, making headlines here is because he said when, when Toto Wolf radioed into him about this whole thing, he said something along the lines of, I remember because I was watching something along the lines of it's a motorsport race, Toto. We race real cars here because I think it was something to do with the DRS. I could be wrong, but it's, yeah, uh, he was not a happy guy. And the thing is, Mercedes wouldn't even take, and their team won, by the way. Like Mercedes as a team. Constructors, yeah. They won the Constructors uh, Cup thing. And like, at least take the win. Don't nah. don't be sour about it. Nah, it's not how winners roll. Uh, Toto wants everything. <laughs> and look, on, on this, so there's two sides to it, right? Obviously, sure. we, we live in a world where everybody wants people to be perfect. I like the response from Mercedes, <clears throat> right? It's unsavory. But I hate it when people are happy with losing. And it happens all the time. It happens. No, I, I, I can't have those people in my life. Ugh, it happens. No. Winners win. Be upset. And also, it's good for the drama. It's unsavory. Oh, yeah. and, but, but I like that Toto's upset, dude. And the day he's not upset, and, f- and if Lewis isn't upset, like this upset, they must stop racing. Then no, no, I agree. Uh, the thing is, as you say, it brings all the drama. Yeah. Like, no one wants to talk about it. Like, people are still talking about it now, but they don't want to talk. But like, I saw Spike in the office the other day. You know, he comes in once every now and then. And I was like, Spike, listen. You have to come break this thing down for us because I need to know. People got to know. Am I in the wrong? Am I in the right? Because I'm being called like, you know, pretentious for, for supporting for Stappen. And I was like, Spike, you have to. And he's like, nope, nope. And he walked right out. I was like, no, 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 I'm not doing this. No, because it, it, it is drama. <laughs> and listen, the other thing that you've got to realize, right? And let's say Lewis, let's hypothetically say Lewis doesn't come back. Which I don't think it will. But, but, and but, Vettel was the replacement. Uh, if, oh, Basti Vettel. Um, that's, that's rumors. Um, so, the pressure on Toto Wolf, by the way, because you must also remember, Lewis Hamilton doesn't look at Toto like we look at Toto. Mm. He's like, you work for me, Chief. I've won seven. Uh, well, like, what are we doing Wait, does Toto work for Hamilton? No, no. Well, yeah, I'm saying in Hamilton's eyes, although team principal will be Toto, Lewis will go, I'm the big dog here. And Toto knows that. 
Lewis Hamilton is Formula One. Mm. You lose that dog. Or if the relationship gets funny, that's what Toto would hate. Because he needs Lewis engaged the whole time. You know what I mean? He, he can't have Lewis wondering whether Toto's doing the job and the team's still all behind him. You know what I mean? They, they just brought in what George Russell now, eh? For, for Mercedes. Yeah. Because he still that, put that post up afterwards. You see, there's that British side of things as well of like, Tom Brady got a guy called Jimmy Garoppolo uh, moved from the New England Patriots, right? He went to the boss. So um, a guy called Bill Belichick is the coach, leg- legendary coach. Um, for the first time ever, Tom Brady went around Bill Belichick to the owner. Um, and he said, uh, Robert Kraft, this guy's called. He's the guy who got Meek Mill out of jail, by the way. Um, and he wears, uh, he wears Jordans. Uh, he wears, no wait, he wears Air Force Ones. Uh, yeah, the owner of the New England Patriots, <laughs> one of the richest men in the world. He wears suit Air Force Ones. Nice. Yeah, no, he hangs out with the rappers. Meek Mill. He got Meek Mill out of jail. Ah, but it's going to happen. It's his you, connect. It's, it's who you hang around with, you know what I mean? No, but, but Robert Kraft is that guy. You can see that he's that, he's that scoundrel. Like he's, he's the G you want to hang out with. He's the guy you want to fist bump. And he's definitely the guy you want to be at at beers. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Robert Kraft, like billionaire, super successful, great family. Uh, went through some stuff, got caught for some, whew, some spicy stuff. But um, but anyway, Tom Brady was so upset that Jimmy Garoppolo was seen as the next guy by the coach. Brady, Tom Brady, went and said, ah, "This guy's got to go." So these top guys don't even like you suggesting that they're done. They, they don't like it. it. Quarterbacks don't like it if you bring in a replacement while he's still there. There will be an element of Lewis Hamilton going, why'd you bring this guy here? Because mm. George Russell's not on a number two driver. We've seen this. Lewis will go, what are you saying? Because that's the ego you need, you know, to be number one. The, there must be one king in, in the kingdom. So Toto has probably what, a week and a half off? Take your no. summer holiday to the south of France. Maybe you see Flip van der Merwe there. Say how's it to him. Yeah. <laughs> and, Get in one of those hybrid cars that he's working on. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Talk some science with him. Um, and then you're going to have to get back to building a relationship again because I think that also that relationship between Lewis Hamilton and George Russell is going to have to be managed because trust me, Lewis Hamilton is coming back and he's going, the bloody hell is this guy doing here? Yeah. Because I can see what's happening. You, you're bringing my replacement while I'm here. How, in the words of modern day social, social queen, Greta Thunberg, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? So yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a firecracker. All right, the FIA, that's awesome. And again, good for Formula One. The American ownership is brilliant at this. Keep this in the news cycle because you must, you know, the NFL, the Premier League, they win the news cycle off season and, and it's good for the, um, Formula One to be talked about like this. I, I think it's great stuff. No, no, that's going to be... Oh, can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait to I see. I think it's changing. You know, uh, obviously it's changed a lot in the last couple of years, but now, especially with this last incident, there's going to be a lot of changes happening in Formula One. Yeah, and, for, and uh, again, the Americans, they get it. Yeah. You know, the, the ownership's changed, so... By the way, I wanted to ask you, are you a watcher of Formula E? No. I don't, I don't, I don't, are, I, are you going to support it at any mm, stage? No. Or are you going to consider it? No. But, although, well, I'll be open to it. I'll be, I'll be open. Well, yeah, we got some stuff with... Some e-gamers in, in, in the States. So I'm, I, I, I like e-gaming. I, I don't really like motorsport, to be honest with you. I like, I'll watch the highlights of Formula One. No, no, I'm, I'm talking not, about, I'm not, I'm not talking about e-gaming. I'm talking about like hybrid. No, cause I don't watch Formula. I, I don't watch motorsport. It's boring. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's boring. Formula One's just awesome because these guys are going around 
literally death-defying for two hours. I'm like, what are you guys doing? By the way, if MotoGP is in, in the US when we're there, we have to go. What's that? If, if MotoGP is there, because the season's booting up soon. You know what I'd like to go to? And uh, well, hopefully we can make it happen. I would like to go and see uh, the Indy 500 track in Indianapolis. I, like, like, if I'm in America, uh, I don't really want to see motorsport. I can see that anyway. I want to see their stuff. Like, I'll, just going fast. Woo! Wouldn't you love to be in the pit? NASCAR. They've they got 500,000 people sometimes at these racetracks. That's insane. Like, think of 500,000. How awesome would that be? That would be great. Yeah, so I'd, I'd love to do that. And I've been to one Formula One race. My dad's a big Formula One fan. So I went to Monza when I was younger. Um, but yeah, not my thing, really. My thing. I, I just want to, I just want to do it once. Because we what? have, we have what? a South African. Are you saying you want to jump in a Formula One car? No, 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 no. Do, do what once though? I want to go to like a MotoGP or a oh, Formula One race. You want to go, what would you rather go to? Formula One or MotoGP? I'd probably a MotoGP. I, I love Formula One. But I I have invested a lot more time into my MotoGP. Uh, Is that because West Rand superstar uh, Brad Binder's in there? Well, and you feel like you you know you both from the West Rand. Not just, but I, as a kid, one of my best mates. Uh, I don't speak to him now, but um, one of my best mates growing up, his dad was big into biking, and every Sunday I was at his house. We watched MotoGP, and his dad even did track races and stuff. Still does it, and so we'd go to the track with him. You know, Kyle Army. Um, I used to get bored back then because I didn't really know what was going on, but. I, it sort of got me interested in it. So from, from a young kid, I used to watch MotoGP. Listen, I'm not that's really... That's why Valentino was a big thing back then. And yeah. that's why when he retired last season... You had to buy all the monsters. I had to buy all the monsters. I had to do the things. But I mean, I'd love to... Now Brad Binder, our very own, and his brother, Darren, Hopefully has made Brad it into the mix. pays his taxes, unlike Valentino. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, but I don't know. I don't know, Brad. Uh, but now we have Darren as well. First season... For those of you MotoGP people, uh, I'm sure we have a couple. If you do watch MotoGP, probably, probably please not. hit boring. us up at the it's MKT boring. show. It's boring. Don't even hit us. I just want to know. Don't say anything. It's boring. I get it. <laughs> I understand. For, for MotoGP. We have is- two Krugerstorp gentlemen in the mix for MotoGP this season. Very boring. You don't, so you don't, exciting. Don't, don't say anything. Don't say anything. It's, it's, it's motorsport <laughs> is incredibly boring. Um, so um, I wanted to ask you this as well, right? Yes. If... You went to um, MotoGP. Would you would you say hi to Brad Binder? Like, what would your vibe be? So, I'm also from Kruger's Orb. What would your intro be? <laughs> I'm trying to think of the most South, <laughs> South African thing I can. So think how's of. it, Brad? Yeah, how's it? Do you know how's it, Brad? Yeah, do you know Janelli's down around the corner there on 14th? I used to chat there as well. I saw you there once. Yeah, hey, you. you your how's your to Burger Box? You yeah, know what I mean? How's your bullet? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Binder, you biscuit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Would you go full? Do, do you go full West Rand when you're around West Rand people? I think they would relate more. I mean, in, because the thing is, right? Getting into MotoGP, uh-huh. they haven't had it easy because they, you know, their parents had sponsored everything going like, you know, themselves until now, like in the last recent four or five years when uh, they've been with KTM uh, Red Bull. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think they would like to see some South Africans in the stands. I think they would love to have the South African audience because, you know, do you, they do. Do you think he'd, he'd, he'd dig that South African vibe or he's like, oh, ah, yeah. it's like, ah, I left you out behind. I can't believe it. Yeah, because he, Stop saying but. <laughs> no, I, I think they, I think a lot of, do you know anybody who knows him? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, my, my, my cousins, um, well, I guess I'm calling my cousin now. Then he's married to my cousin. Yeah. Went to school with him. But, but does he know him now? I went to school. I went to the same school as Bob no, Skinset. No, no. Doesn't mean I know Bob Skinset. They were like good friends. 
in in the same class with Brad with Brad yeah and now I mean but now but I mean Brad left halfway through his matric year and Darren left I mean early so wait did Brad not finish matric no he finished it but over there Uh, so he left halfway through his matric year so but but, so you haven't answered my question do you know anybody who knows him right now yeah okay so they're still in touch as well my cousin I don't know if they're in touch but they they were like good mates in school but I also know people who went to school. I mean, no. I mean somebody who knows him now, because then you can get to know what he's like. No, because he's definitely changed. I have since sent my friend request on Facebook, and, and? I did get a, a, a reject. But he doesn't know who I am yet. Yeah, yet I like yes. that. Ah, I like. That. Is there MotoGP in America? They do come to America. So is there a track there? There's a track there. America has everything. They, they have everything. They got F1 now. They love. I mean, come on, NASCAR. So Woo! America's great. Dude, I will get a John Deere cap. <laughs> I would, I would love for us to go to. Hey, I, I, I'd give anything to go to an NASCAR race. Oh, same. Woo! Oh, Hot dog! I'm the full-on guy who's getting involved. What, like, if I pick up ten terms, I'm using it for the rest of the day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, now, uh, and I'll be a good day. Good day. I'll probably get into it. Maybe I, I buy a cowboy hat for sure. You know, I have a dollar in my wallet, my old wallet at home. A doll? Uh, a dollar. Because we had... Well, what does that help? No, no, no. It was just... There was a guy, a, fr- a friend of my uncle, his name was Kurt. He came from America. His name was Kurt. My name's Kurt, man. And he would always come and he gave me this dollar this one time. He's like, when you come to America, here's your first dollar. Uh, <laughs> and, and they love that. Oh, yeah, they love that. Like, here's your first dollar. I got you. Here's your first dollar. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, that'd be, that'd be very cool. And I don't think Brad Bender would like us. I don't. I think you would. I don't think so. I think he'd be They're like. They're not used to having South Africans in the stands. I would. I would love them to bring. No, but I wouldn't GP to South Africa. I would want to be in the pits, I, and I don't mean in the bad part. I like, well, I'd want to go to the pits. Brad, are you pal? Are you doing? You, do you still eat gelatos? Let's try. Let's try pull some strings. You know what I mean? Nah. I don't you have like to come to a MotoGP race. I know. No, you, no, I'd I, go. I'd go. But oh, you I, would go. But I'm not sitting in the stands. Like, do I have pit crew seats? I'm sure I, I'd go to sit in the stands for like NASCAR and stuff, not not for your MotoGP. I hit right. Binder up and I'm like, listen. I say, how you? I'm Brad? here now. What's happening? I would I would go full South and say, how are you, pal? So what's been happening, bro? Is this a crankshaft or what? Or, or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'll be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Although I don't no, think the he'd like us. The stands are looking a bit stiff. Eh? No, no, yes. no. Yeah. No, no. But, but he he wouldn't like us. I I can already tell. <laughs> He'd be like, I'm a winner. What are these clowns? You, you guys are having too much of a good time here. Get out of here. I'm trying to be the best. I'm trying to be the, the next Rossi and you're actually in my way. I'm, I'm going to clip this and I'm going to, I'm going to send it to him on, on the, on, on Instagram. Cause he does look at my stories whenever I tag him. And oh, stuff. really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he doesn't follow me, but whenever I tag him and stuff, I do see him like check my stories out. Yeah. So I'm going to clip this. Brad coming to America. We want to see MotoGP race. So, are you, pal? Are you, yeah. Brad? You're, you're right. Do you, do you know Cindy? Because she went to KHS as well. Uh, she's a good friend yeah, of mine. She, yeah, she's engaged now. You nice, know what I mean? nice Betty. I mean, uh, the, the, uh, I think great family as well, that. <laughs> hey, Brad. Yeah, no, no. Come round, bro. We're having a bra. <laughs> Sound ridiculous. Yeah, if I'm Brad, I'll just get the hell out of here. Uh, I'm I wonder the, what Americans think when they hear that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm Brad Bender. What's I'm one of the. Put? Yeah. He's probably, he would think when he hears this, think, I'm oh, Brad no. Binder. I'm one of the greatest athletes on the planet. Why would I talk to you bums? Yeah. That's what he's thinking. I'm one of the first South Africans in, you no. know, international motorsports. No, no, no. He's one of the finest athletes the finest. in the world. No, Sorry. forget about South Africa. He's one of the greatest athletes alive right now. And he goes, who the bloody hell are you bums? Yeah. I don't know if you saw in my Moto3 season, I went from 16 to first. Yeah. 
place comme ma police à peine là puis c'était une fast stop place que j'ai qui t'a là là tu as full you just want to fart, yeah, what? Because I don't want to fart. You just want to fart. I don't want to fart. You have to get him on the show. No, you have to get him on the show. Hey, Brad. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Again, I don't think he'd want to come on the show. Nah, I think he would. He's a lekker. He's a lekker oak. Yeah. Rachter oak. Rachter wusrant oak. It's the MKT show. It is the big dance. The Lions of Taranga take on the Pharaohs of Egypt. AFCON 2021 in 2022. It'll happen this weekend. Uh, I mean, it's just box office. It's Sadio Mane takes on Mo Salah. I love the way that was the poster for the final. That should be. Like, like, like forget all the other good players. It's just Salah and, no, and, no, no. and Mane. I think we all know. No, but who's that big Sen- Senegalese player? No, no, massive no. tower. Koulibaly, but Koulibaly. No, but we all, know. We, all, we all know who the man them are. In every situation in life, folks, no matter how good looking you are, how rich you think you are, there's one person when they step in the room, we all know. By the way, can I just drop my thoughts on last night's game? Sure. That ref last night was out of pocket. I mean, he was just causing nonsense. Yeah, it's... And gave Carlos Carras a red card. Although uh, Victor Gomes, our our ref, headbutted uh, Aurier. Yeah, that was incredible. I've never seen that. So we can't be hypocrites. You know what I mean? No, but even Salah was arguing. With that him. was weird. It's very. Although you know what? It, maybe it's just an African ref thing because we always look at Europe, right? Where the ref has no rights. It's just like has to sit there like a little puppy while these spoiled billionaires shout at him, right? Whereas maybe the African refs are like. Get the hell out of here. This isn't your, this isn't Italy. This is Africa. Yeah. You're back home now. You don't have to act like a child. You, you know, you know, there's, it still happens to me. Like, just cause you live in your own house and have your own stuff. When you go home, your parents don't treat you like a taxpayer. Yeah. yeah they still like, do the dishes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, you won't care that you live in wherever. Yeah. Close the door. Yeah. You know, the, the word given. So maybe the ref is taking that approach. Like, Carlos, this is Africa, bro. You, you're not coaching at Real Madrid, yeah? No one's going to protect you, bro. And if you want to go, let's go. I'm from the, the Republic of the Gambia. We don't play like that. So first of all, don't look at me like that. That's a lame chain that you got on. And your rosary is not as cool as Roger Desars, who's three-time. Uh, he played for three sports uh, at SA level. So who are you, Carlos? Get the hell out of here. Can I picture what that ref was like? That man is the same kind of people that when you go to the checkout store here in South Africa, when you say, oh, can I please grab a bag? They're like, how are you? Um, you know? I don't know what you... No, I don't know. I've got recyclable bags. No, it's those people that won't serve you unless you say hello. And sometimes uh, you, uh, yeah. It's like, you know, you, you're just so busy. You're just putting everything there. You're like, can I grab a bag? And they're like, hello? Uh, and you're like, hi there. How are you? No, I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. Thank you, darling. And then, but that does happen, eh? Like uh, people want to want you to acknowledge them and see them. I see what you're saying. It's a very South African thing. Europeans, no time for that. Hi, so annoying. Give me that. So, what are you saying? You don't want you don't you don't want people knowing. You just want to get out of there. Yeah, no. Look, it's as you say. We both here for one reason. 
It's no, but you said I was wrong. You're a bit of a hypocrite, yeah. Okay, yeah, no. But uh, I suppose I am a bit of a hypocrite. You can't have it both ways. You said I was wrong for not wanting to talk to the lady. But to refuse to serve me until I've greeted you is a bit harsh. Like, I'm just trying to get through my day here. I don't need you telling me, hey, listen. No, no, no. And I won't accept it because <laughs> when I said this, it's just that now there's, it annoys you. So at least I have a blanket rule about it. My blanket I'm still rule. not afraid to converse. I just find it annoying. No, I, whereas I and, – and, and I, I don't feel anything for you because when I said exactly what you're saying, you said, no, no, you must talk to them. Why? That's weird or whatever, you, right? And I say – my dream, that's why self-service would bring me to life. Well, America can. Do I don't want to see anybody. Like, you know what? It's not personal. It's not that I don't see you as a person. But I've got a mom. Like, I've got friends who I want to talk to. Uh, the Hi, how are you doing? And the problem with South Africans and the great thing about us is that we get chatty. Like, the ladies aren't just like, like, woo, you're buying lots of fruits, hey? Uh, stop. Stop. I don't need this. I know what I bought. Ring it up. I want to get out of here. This is terrible for me. Yeah. But no. Right? So when I said it, so I'm happy that that guy annoys you. Okay. I'm on his side. Okay. <laughs> no, because, unless you're saying I, because you, you remember when I said it. No, I do remember when you said it. That's yeah. why I, I did admit that I'm being a little bit hypocritical. <laughs> but I do know what you're But it's about. circumstantial. Okay. All right. All right. So it only, it's only right when it's, uh, it works for you. All right. Senegal, Egypt. Um, what a game that's going to be. Um, Sadio Mane. And it's interesting because there's a double layer to this one. It's not only this one. Remember the World Cup qualifying, they will play each other again as well, which I like. Um, so Sadio Mane is going, right, we both got terrible hairstyles. My hairline is receding. Mo Salah, you look a lot like the Arabic uh, Krusty the Clown. So it's very confusing for people. Paulo Diaz pointed out something last night, which was excellent. He said he doesn't think Salah's balding. It's just growing in weird places. He's got thick hair. And I thought, great point, Paulo. It's just growing in weird places. So shout out to Mo Salah. Still a terrible hairline. What are you putting on your head that's making your hair stop growing? Or growing in weird places. Um, maybe it's just where it's growing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I did notice when I was in, in college, you know, I have headphones on all the time. My hair just sort of gets pushed down in certain places. So I can imagine from that point of view. But I mean, what are you, what are you doing in your head? No, maybe Mo's. He's doing handstands. Maybe he never combed his hair as a youngster. You know what I mean? It's like, his oh. hair does look like a lot of upkeep though. Cause it's, it's quite flimsy and, you know, floppy everywhere. Yeah. Um, even Christ the Clown has to do a lot of work for his hair. I mean, doesn't just get like that. Yeah, Mo Salah, get a better haircut. I mean, you're the best player in the world, but Jesus, I mean, you know? Yeah, you couldn't even get the ref to turn over last night. What are you doing? Yeah, that ref was, <laughs> he, he was a bit of a maverick, wasn't he? And no, he was no, having he was a, a piece full of go. work. He was a piece of work. He was having a full go at, at, the, at Carlos Quiroz. But Quiroz, after your first yellow, dude, yeah, come on, bro. You're an experienced coach. You can't be... After the first yellow, does he miss the final? Because I no, can no, understand. Yeah, no, no, but I'm saying he didn't get a straight red. He had a yellow first. Yeah, it's one game suspension. So he was going to miss the final anyway? No, 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 no. You, for the red card, you get to the… Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, if he's already missing the final, I can understand why Carlos Kedos just went ham last time. No, then, no, no. But then that was so stupid. Yeah, it was weird. But anyway, who cares? They're in the final. Mo Salah will tell you we're in the final. I don't need Carlos Quiroz. I don't need Jurgen Klopp. I, they need me. We're going to be fine. Don't worry. Am I, am I there? We're going to win. We're going live at 8 o'clock. We are going live uh, on the TikToker Saleh Mane. Uh, that's how it's being billed. And Samuel Eto going, ah, oh, bloody hell. 
Mm. I didn't want either of these guys making it. I wanted the final to be about me. Are you going to put some money down? PZ's coming through. I don't know. No, I'd rather let PZ put some money down. <laughs> so um, if you are betting, um, let us know who you're betting on. What are the odds? Why? I'm thinking I, of putting some money I'll down. I'll tell you who's good. JP. Jean-Pierre from uh, Jean- Pretoria, right? Man's on it, hey? Yeah, he must be in that world a lot. Because he's, he's told us three times, bet on under three goals. We haven't listened. No. And we've lost money. No, we... Mpizzi's paid the ultimate price. Yes, paid the ultimate price. But he also did put money down on some Asian Cup. Asian World Cup qualifies. nothing about. He's no. got four losses in a row now, folks. Join us. Mpizzi, um, one of the na- most naturally funny human beings I've ever met in my life. He, he's actually a chartered accountant, that guy. So he's a very... And, and also... It's a lifestyle. He, he's not just a chartered accountant. He's, he's an extremely high-end guy. You, like, I know he, on the show it's tough to get it. But his he's on. His mind is on. He's a super sharp guy. But one of the most hilarious people who will have a, he calls it a lach. He loves to have a lach. So he will bet again and probably lose. But he's lost four bets in a row now. So he's having some confidence issues in and around the betting. So let's see how that goes on Sunday. Ryan, looking forward to that? I am. I'm thinking of putting some money in Egypt. I want to go Senegal, but I just feel like Carlos Keller is going to pull a fast one. Salah's no, going to come out on top. No, when oh, you be in the change room? Yeah, yeah. You, you may, he'll sneak in like Mourinho. Oh. Yeah. Can you imagine In the that? laundry basket. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great, dude. Uh, w- please join us on um, TikTok because a lot of people, I think, aren't joining us because they're like, TikTok? I'm not a 15-year-old girl dancing. So imagine this show but on TikTok and you're having a laugh and you can have it in the background as well. Like It doesn't need to be you watching us. Like, I think the YouTube show is more you need to watch us. But for... Um, for this, have it in the background. If you're watching the game, you know, if you... Throw in a comment or two, because it's quite interesting. And, yeah, and also quite a lot of people spend a lot of time ignoring their partners. So if you're ignoring your partner and you're just in the bathroom or whatever, because I know stuff that happens, have this on. Get your earphones on. Or... Have a laugh. Be like Umuzi and Richard and get your wife on the stream. Now, to be clear, the wife is separate from... Uh, he's not, she's not the wife to both of them. No, 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 no. Richard's wife Umuzi is the godfather Yeah And by the way Not sure if you heard yesterday Umuzi is in a much better place He's mm. turned it around Those who don't know And this is the stuff that happens On the on the live stream People will come in We now have two 15 year olds One from Kenya One from Belito The one guy lost in the final At his own house And Debal and Liam Shout out to Debal For not kicking people out of his house After he lost in the final Because I do know somebody Who would send me home When I beat them at FIFA So um, And then shout out to Liam Who skipped school yesterday Liam does the fake I'm under the covers thing where, Brew, your phone light is clearly showing and your mom's clearly checking under the door. You know what I mean? The phone yeah. light's so bright. So two solutions, right? Here's what you have to do. Get a thicker cover. So goose down, I would recommend. Obviously, I've got goose down, Ryan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no, come on. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on. Come on. So I've got the finest goose down uh, cover. That doesn't let light through. Mm. So if you're up to whatever you're doing, or Liam, Shout out to the mandem in Belito. Get the VR goggles on. Because then your mom can't be, Liam, what are you doing? I promise you, Liam, if I have to come in there one more time, I promise you. And now he was that guy two nights ago. Do you know what I mean, right? No, I'm with you. So Liam we, needs to sort it out. I know we, he's only 15 and people might say this is pretty harsh feedback. I, don't, I know what you're thinking when you're listening to this. You're like, who are these people? These are people who are just getting involved. Yeah. We, we're getting to know these people. And, and they join us every night. 
Yeah. Shout out to you, 7F8. Lost 300 euros. He's other a Moroccan guy. After Morocco lost, if, to me, it seems like he did what Liam didn't figure out, is he covered himself with a blanket and ate Belgian ice cream and waffles for, because it was, what, two days, eh, Ryan, where we didn't hear from him. So he took off, and he was just like, I'm not sulking, but obviously my boss thinks I'm working. I am not. I'm under dark covers. Morocco lost to Egypt. This is the worst day of my life, and I lost 300 euros. Yeah. So... Liam should maybe connect with, um, what is it, U7F8? Yeah, yeah. And they have been connecting, by the way. Uh, Liam and Debal found each other on PS, uh, PS, oh, uh, really? PS4. Yeah. How do you know that? Because they asked for each other's handles on the chat. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and by the way, what I love about comment sections in any content I do is it goes off. People get into their own conversations. No, no. And you don't want to get caught up in there because it gets wild sometimes. We are merely mediators. A conduit. Yes. Yeah, we are, we are merely conduits. For you to get to know each other And and what I like is <laughs> Comment sections get wild eh? you, Like I, I like that the show is starting to get there now yes. Where the comment section is starting to take on its own life Like people are like Oh you must be new here if you don't You know what I mean like, Yeah like welcome Yeah 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 like a newbie So so I kind of like that it gets there And then people are having fights on whatever uh, And I don't get involved in comment sections I'm just going to answer the questions Keep it moving otherwise oh. And by the way, we have had a couple of inquiries from a couple of guys to stream on other platforms like Twitch. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to do as much as we can to get you content wherever you are on. Oh, shout out. So, you know, just just watch out. Do follow the YouTube thing because that's that's making a big comeback. So we'll give away a thousand bucks. I'm thinking now, do we do we wait till America or do I give it away on Sunday? Give it away now and then do another giveaway in America. Your money though. Yeah. Uh, Not so much. Do we not have a kitty of some sort? Nah, nah. not a kitty. It's all my money. Okay, well then, do you want to wait for America? Are you saying I'm going to make more money? No, I know we're going to make more money. We're making good stuff. You know what I mean? Our content <laughs> is our content's great. I don't think it'll work nicely on TikTok to give away the money, though. Yeah, I know, because it is for the YouTube subscribers. Yeah, it's Maybe true. first episode back. Mm, we'll see. Maybe America. Uh, I'll announce it. Although, I did say I'm giving, away, giving it away for AFCON. I'll think about it. I've got two days. I've got today, tomorrow. I'll find a way to do it. Uh, so join us, please, on AFCON. Uh, the MKTShow.com has a website, by the way. Go there. Click on CIA Listen to those face. I want people to get involved in that content as well um, because it's it's awesome content, not just because I'm involved in it, but Ciabello is a flippin' gent. He is a flippin' gent. So He's a beast uh, we'll, we'll post well. some stuff today, hey, Ryan, um, re- regarding that uh, campaign. Yeah. All right. So look out for our, on our social media, the MKT Show, um, on all platforms. All right, Ryan, give me some of that music. We're done. This Are we is, done now? Uh, th- this is this is the end. This is Friday. Such exciting stuff. <clears throat> oh man, Friday. Hmm. I'm actually I'm like I'm anxious because it's in four days. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Looking forward. To it. I'm ready. I'm in good condition. I'm in good nick. Yeah, I've, I thought you ordered another pair of shoes this morning because I saw a package come in. And no, I was like, oh, here's another thirst trap it, it was, delivery. It was coffee. It was coffee from uh, from uh, somebody who I don't know. Shout outs. Ah, Thanks now, for the coffee. People know I like coffee, you know what I mean? And it was the proper one because you said it's the proper coffee because you threw out Barrett's coffee that he gave you. Oh, just, I didn't throw it out. It was trash. So I put it in the dustbin where it belonged. So shout out to whoever sent this coffee. Well, I mean, it's it's artisanal coffee. I do know the brand. But I, I don't know why they're sending me coffee, you know. Maybe they want you to try it. Maybe it's their brand. I will try it. I will try it, and uh, I'll I'll drop them a message on the socials. Say thank you very much. You know what I mean? I didn't ask for it, but oh. I feel compelled now. Why not? 
you know, they, they did a nice Maybe thing. a coffee review. Maybe that's, no that, chance. No maybe chance. that's your, your TikTok should be. No chance. No chance. I don't get inspired. Movie reviews. Movie re- oh yeah, follow me on TikTok. Uh, I think I'm going to do movie reviews. Nice. Uh, a friend of mine, Offense, who I, um, who was one of my, uh, so we, we had him on our staff in Sweden for a docky about three years ago. He does really funny stuff. So Offense Moese, one of the top YouTubers in South Africa. So I think it's OF, no, OM Films. So they, they do all the sat- satirical stuff. He did a very funny one on John Wick a while ago. Mm. I don't know if you saw that. No. Uh, you, you didn't see it where he was talking to John Wick in the video. No. Uh, now he's just released one with Vin Diesel. Oh, man. Um, so offensive. Very, very funny. And maybe I'll do that kind of thing. I want to do, maybe I'll do a movie review style. I think I'll do movie reviews. We'll set up like a little TikTok studio in the apartment or wherever we're staying. I'll, I'll do some movie reviews. Maybe that's the cool. way. But anyway, you know what? Maybe not as well. I'll, maybe, it'll depend. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe I will. Maybe I won't. How about that? How about you just follow just in case? Cash me outside. How about that? All right. Um, it is Sunday. Senegal, Egypt, 20 hundred hours. TikTok, the MK t-shirt. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been an awesome week. And the road to America. We're coming to America. Um, it begins this week. My name is MKT. This has been the MKT show. And for now, we are the hell out of here. Thank you.